what is your relationship like with prayer? Is it simple? Is it complicated? Does it have a history or is it brand new? I have a delicious, deeply resonant relationship with prayer, and yet I know there can be so many feelings just around that one simple word. Really not simple though, for many folks. I totally get that. On today's episode, we're going to dive into the deep end and explore together not only your relationship with prayer, but also I'm sharing a behind the scenes acronym. You know, I love me some acronyms (laughs) to expand you, to ignite the curiosity within you and support you with your personal relationship with this concept. I talk about prayer a lot, and I know that so many inside of the devoted community have multi-layered relationships with it, and I'm all about naming the elephant in the room. Keep listening and learn how to move from religious dogmatic prayer to walking with prayer the devoted way. So here we go. Welcome to the Devoted Way Podcast, all about magic and miracles with me, Sora Schilling. It's time to hone in on your intuition, become artful, respectful, and nuanced with your relationship with energy, and live life based on your design. Your unique blueprint encoded with stardust from the ethereal realm and blood from those that have come before you. You know what to do and how to be, so trust in yourself. So I wonder how many of you folks out there listen to or read things that I share and I use the word prayer. And I wonder what happens to you viscerally in your body. So let's take a moment and consider that. Okay. So if you are listening and you are in a safe space, you're not driving, then go ahead and close your eyes. If you are doing something like walking your dog or or driving, go ahead and you can keep your eyes open and take a breath. Inhaling. Exhaling. And even let go of anything that I had just said. Now go ahead and bring your awareness to your mind. Notice what thoughts are coming up, including Sora, why are we doing this? Or can you go a little faster, right? What not? Or I kind of want to check my phone and look at my other apps. It's just notice. And then hear the words that I share, which is, I am devoted to prayer. I absolutely love prayer. I believe that praying is one of the ways that I minister for myself and for others. What happens to you when you hear that? Simply four letters that when written out actually have a really beautiful symmetrical kind of space to them. And yet they're such charge to the word, P-R-A-Y. And so often I consider the fact that prayer for many, it absolutely, I understand, has a charge because of your own lived experiences, whether it is because you grew up in a family that was religious and there were certain dogmatic practices that really didn't align for you, Or possibly you love your religion and your background and the culture that you reside in with the different ways in which you pray in that religious way. And so then bringing that outside of that container feels really odd as well, right? Or possibly you are noticing that you don't have much of an experience with prayer in general, and therefore 
you're unsure as to how you should even feel about that word or what that means or how to do it. So for myself, I did grow up going to church, but it wasn't really a thing. It was more of a social thing. My parents were immigrants. It was a very natural way for Koreans to come together. They spent a lot of the time Sunday afternoons having a picnic in, you know, Flushing Meadow Park and things like that. And so it was much more community based. And it was a way for me to make friends that were Korean that lived in other neighborhoods. And so for us, it was much more of a celebratory thing and not necessarily a sense of this dogmatic practice of what we will be doing inside of our households going forward. And so for me, it has a very freeing, um, neutral almost space to it. But I completely understand for each and every one of you if it's different. So my curiosity for all of you is to consider, here's what my thoughts around prayer is. And for those of you who feel that there is a an opening to create a new relationship with prayer and the frequency of it that you may consider moving through some energy coaching for yourself so that you can get to a space of neutrality over what your lived experience and what your past conditioning around the word is versus how you can actually step into it, embody it your way, your definition, your service and act of devotion and practice inside of your spiritual container that may be outside of a religious container. So prayer. Prayer, um, to me, is also an acronym, right? I love acronyms and P-R-A-Y. So to me, the first part of prayer is the P, and the P is purposeful by knowing your vision. And so what I mean by that is not necessarily your vision of the future of your ideal world in the next two, three, five, 10, 20 years. I don't mean that. I mean, simply, what is that intention that you feel that you would like to place into the cosmic field for yourself and possibly for the collective consciousness, right? What is that vision, that utmost desire that you desire to see that is from a place of generosity and of sacred reciprocity, of a space of you giving your intent and your heart and your love to all those around you, including all sentient beings, especially the earth? And how can you see that into a space that is then rippling outward without any expectation? But it was just a very open-hearted intent, right? It was a seed of an idea that turned into a feeling that had a full expression that wanted to be placed somewhere. That is your offering. So purposeful by knowing your vision then becomes this offering to the great mother. Then the R in prayer is receptive in the silence. So now that you have the space, right? You have this... I desire to bring forth the seedling into the field for the collective, right? Then all of a sudden, instead of your mind being like, what does that mean? What words do I use? How do I do this? What is that long ceremonial process I'm going to do? It's actually to be in the silence. You already placed it. You already had a thought that turned into this feeling that turned into this expansive, deep awakening that happened. And then you provide it as a seed of an offering. So now the only thing you need to do from that space is to be receptive in the silence, to open your energetic field, to open your heart, to open your ears and your eyes to just notice both the illusion and the realness of the world itself. And you sit in the pause and in the silence. Because when you do that, all of a sudden other information comes through or your blessing gets returned in some very intricate 
yet sometimes simple, yet profound ways. But it happens because you are in the silence rather than in the space of action. And then the A of the prayer is aware of distractions. And so often we think of prayer is as an action that must be taken. And there's a set rule of how you do it. You do it and then it's done and then you're gone. Right. And so therefore, sometimes you try to do it really quickly because why we are distracted by other things. So you may have this total intent to sit in sacred space, craft or say your prayer, sit in it and then continue to like be there. But then what happens? You're like, tick, tick, tick. It's only been 15 seconds, but I really feel like I need to eat something or I really need to answer that email or, you know, I actually have to get prepared for a client call or there's all these other things that all of a sudden, interestingly enough, takes priority. Why? Why does it take priority? Is it actually that important? Right. And so you become aware of what brings you out of the sacred inside of your prayer. So again, right, the thought, the feeling, the seedling, the seedling that desires to bloom from a place of clear generosity and of sacred reciprocity, you voice it out and then you create the silence for the receptiveness of you. And then in that space, you realize how much you start going outside of yourself, how much you want to actually leave that sacred space, how much you want to actually pull the prayer back, not because you want to, but because of conditioning, you think it's not going to happen, that this is a joke that you've got other things to do, that there's other ways to be of service that's action oriented, right? And so there's these measurable acts that you want to do. So it creates distraction. The more aware you're of it, the more you can bring yourself back to center. And the more you bring yourself back to center, you can then be receiving receptive in the silence. So it's just this back and forth dance that happens. That culminates to the why of prayer, which is yes to trusting in the magic. Because at some point in the midst of the pulling yourself back, there will be a moment where you no longer need to pull yourself back, right? You are aware now of the distractions. The distractions are no longer there. And now you're actually really being receptive. And in that space of receptive, you are yes to trusting the magic not because you'll know the outcome or because you channel this wisdom, but there is a moment in time where something clicks and you are so connected to the earth and to the cosmos that all of a sudden you realize that everything is totally manageable. Everything is in your um, capacity to fulfill. And in general, there's nothing else you need to do but to be in this moment in time. Right. And so therefore, when you're considering using prayer and practicing or exploring what this looks like, for me, the energy and the frequency of prayer is this. When you have an intention that you place up into the field, into the cosmos, into the earth, then not only are you giving it up as an offering, but when you're voicing it aloud, you're also creating a decree you're vowing that you are going to do something for yourself to be an active participant and a human being in making that shift and change. That is the activism part of you. So we're not just bringing it up and out and being like, may all beings, right, feel incredibly loved and then you not do anything about it. 
right? But by you offering it up and out, that means two things. Number one, you're saying I am a yes to internally understanding the lesson that I'm invoking in the prayer so that I am aligned with it and clearly an amplification of it. And two, how may I support others in it? And for all of you that are listening as life coaches and healers and service providers and visionaries and luminaries and leaders, that is your work. Your work is to serve those in your community in that pocket of your prayer. And so the way that you may want to practice that is the simple question, the simple statement that you use would be, may I, may you, may we share gratitude, right? Why is this something that's coming up? What is the invitation of the lesson that is being provided? What is the vision and the intent? And how may we celebrate doing this together? And then some sort of gratitude closing. May I, may you, may we. And so that would be my invitation when it comes to considering how to work with prayer and your release of your own conditioning and past lived experience around it. And so may I, may you, may we honor our purposeful vision, be receptive in the silence, aware of distractions, and being a yes to trusting the magic. It is a blessing to serve you. My deepest desire is to bring nourishment to your soul, activate and enliven your inner landscape, and find inspiration through the sacred stories of others and myself so we remember we are collectively woven. If you would like to learn more about mysticism, spiritual devotion, magic and intuition, sacred leadership, business practices, and devoted energy coaching, please make sure you subscribe to Devoted Way Podcast. As I continue to serve, may I humbly ask for a sacred exchange. I would be so appreciative if you would write a love note, otherwise known as a review. Share the episode with your friends and community members and engage with me on Instagram at Devoted Way. If you have any questions you desire to be answered on Devoted Way podcast, please head over to devotedway.com and send me an email. Stay sacred and discover your path and join the Devoted Way. May magic and miracles occur in your life every day as you co-create a synchronistic new world with the Great Mother. Until next time, this is Sora Schilling.